Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed our show and have a moment, please rate and review. It helps us out a lot. Pastor Terry. We're two dads with a love for movies. Join us as we discuss movies we have seen with our kids. As well as movies we have seen without them. Hello, Patrick. How's it going, my friend? Good, Jeff. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. Uh, Today's view is not near as beautiful as last week's. (laughs) It's uh, a little dark and dreary, but that's all right. We'll make it through. Well, rain never... Never hurt anybody, but I don't know about four days of it, though. <laughs> right. It does make you sleep a little longer than you plan on. <laughs> right. Exactly. But we are. Uh... But, yeah, it's it's good. I mean, it's 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 fine. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, not bad. We're trying to get settled in and everything. But, yeah, we're doing we're doing good here. Um, everybody. uh Everybody started to get acclimated, and we started working on everybody's rooms at this new place and trying to get it as uh, unpacked as possible. <clears throat> so, yeah, uh, no uh, no ghostly encounters yet, so that's good. I'm sure they'll wait until Halloween. But <laughs> yeah. so we'll oh, see. you wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, we just, it's like, oh, really? Just wait. We show out. Yeah, we're auditioning right now. <laughs> Prep. It's standby. Standby. But I'm very excited, though. Um, well, I'll, I'll get into it whenever we start kind of talking about our shows or that we've been watching. But um, how are you? How's, how are things? I'm pretty good. Um, things are well. Um, you know, of course, it's a rainy Monday. Um, this week. You know, work had to work the football game this past Saturday, mm-hmm. which was a little cooler than the first game mm-hmm. by the end of it. Um, it was threats of rain, but it didn't. It was kind of muggy to start off. Yes. But, um, but for the most part, pretty good week. Kind of was busy work wise. Yeah. But yeah. other than that, it was a good week. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool, man. Uh, yeah, same. It, I did not have to work it. Um, I think on this weekend, I think. But, yeah, um, so kind of getting what I was slightly hinting at. Last Monday started, uh, Hulu dropped the first three episodes of Why the Last Man. Mm-hmm. So the TV show based on the comic book series by Brian K. Vaughn and Pia Guerrero. Um, this is one of me and my ex-wives favorites growing up. Not growing up, that's. In our 20s, in our yeah. youth. <laughs> Hell, not even then, 30s, I guess. Jesus. It's just <laughs> been 20 years. Um, anyways, uh, it was one of our favorite series. This, we uh, liked it. We enjoyed it so much, we actually named our son after the main character of the series. So it's pretty cool now to watch a show based on the series that we loved. Oof. And talk about, and then me being able to talk about it with my son, named after the main character. So, um, as of right now, I don't think my ex-wife has started watching it yet. I think she's worried that they're going to find a way to screw it up, and that's really going to—I don't know—be hard for. I don't know. I'm enjoying it so far. It's very, it's staying very true to the 
to the to the comics. Um, for those that don't know, why the last man is ba- and haven't had a chance to watch it. Why the Last Man is basically about a boy named York Brown and his monkey, Ampersand, that are the only two living. Something happens that kills off everything, everything with a Y chromosome, except for York and his monkey. So the only thing that is left are women, and that's including animals, too, like livestock, all female. Yeah, all that sort of thing. So basically, before there was Thanos, there was this. <laughs> so took out half of the chromosome. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. So it's about he's trying to. He had had a fight with his girlfriend Beth, and um, so she leaves. She was supposed to go to Australia for for work, and um, you know he's. York's a very flawed character, mm-hmm. which also kind of makes him endearing and relatable because he's so flawed. He doesn't have any like special powers. He's kind of he's smart about some things, but not so much on others. <laughs> and so he wants to be a musician or not a musician, magician. So he's wanting to be a magician and do all that, but doesn't have like an actual real real job like anything with a consistent paycheck and benefits mm. his sister hero um is an emt in new york all this takes place in new york or at least first for these first three and his mother is the hud secretary so um that then because of this virus and everything or whatever it is that kills all these, you know, kills everyone with the Y chromosome, you go through the, the, uh, the, uh, hierarchy, I guess, for who takes over as president and you keep going president, vice president, secretary of state, speaker of the house, all that, not secretary, uh, speaker of the house, you know, Senate majority leader, all that, keep going all the way down everyone was a male up until new york's mom who was the head of the hud secretary so now she's now the president yeah so now she's having to take over that role she's trying to find both of her kids uh, but she's also trying to be president and make sure you know that there's still some sort of semblance of democracy um, as riots and protests and everything else ensue, while also while also making sure there's drinkable water, you know, there's dead bodies, you know, kind of contaminating the water source and everything. Mm-hmm. It's very very interesting and very intricate. Um, I really like it. I think you would like it because it's. I mean, it doesn't have zombies, but it has you know, but it has a lot of those same human elements. Of what the survivors have to go through on Walking Dead, um, and just that all those little nuances and drama, you know, dramatic beats that it hits. <clears throat> yeah, sounding interesting uh, so far. It is. It is very. It's very well done. The new, I think, episode four dropped this morning, so it new, uh, new episodes drop Mondays. So I will watch that a little bit later, but. 
the casting's very well done. I wasn't sh- I was I wasn't sure about who I would have cast. I mean, years back I had an idea. This this TV show's been in de- you know what is commonly referred to as development hell mm-hmm. for the better part of like eight or nine years, okay. just trying to get made. And so finally, uh, and then with COVID and everything, it kind of stopped production for a little bit but they were able to you know get it completed and whatnot yeah um but yeah it's it, it's something i've been waiting for for a long time and i'm very excited that it's finally here and i'm enjoying that it's finally done right i mean it's being done right uh diane lane is playing um is playing york's mom uh amber tamblin plays a scientist and um try to think of any other big name people, but most of the most of it's kinda unknowns, which is great. Mm-hmm. Uh the one they have playing Agent three fifty five is like my favorite because she is like the most accurate depiction of one of the characters from the series, like as far as look and attitude, like it's perfect. Like it was just perfect casting. Um, but yeah, it's it's very it's very good so far. Um I think it's TVM. Yeah, TVM makes there is some cursing in it. Um, but it's on the Hulu. Um yeah. Titans is okay. It's I like the beginning of the season more than I'm enjoying how the season's wrapping up. Yeah. It's kind of that middle kind of t- towards the end part of it. But it's still entertaining. I'm still, you know, not mad with it, but I'm just per, would have preferred a different way of of uh, direction, I guess. It's like they had an idea how they wanted to start the show or the series, you know, the season, mm-hmm. and they got that part, and then like, oh crap, now what do we do? So right. it's kind of like some filler stuff, and it's kind of annoying, but but I mean, still good. The fight scenes are still good and whatnot. So, and then what if? What you think of this week? Um, I liked it. I mean, it's not. It wasn't as I mean, kind of dark, but not as dark as it has been. But it was an interesting take. You know, what if Killmonger saves Tony Stark? And I thought maybe it would go a different direction with Killmonger, but he's still on his same mission. <laughs> <laughs> Just took a different route. And um, I, it, it was it was more of an interesting way to go about it. Yeah, I, I liked how they got there. I actually yeah. kind of liked it. Yeah. I was like, yep, that sounds about right. Get more more layers to it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I like, and I like it. Um, it's basically still the same story. It's just done mm-hmm. with a twist, you know. Yeah. But, like, dang, still covered all the same, but a couple different results this time around. Um, but um, I, I would have been cool to see live action to see it that see that. Yes. Um, but um, but of course, with this particular event that happened, there are some things that didn't happen. Nope. That I feel like if it had of, maybe the results would have been a little different. But sure. you know, of course, this is the same old. This is the this is a different Tony Stark. He's yeah hasn't hasn't gone through his his uh his journey of self sacrifice. You know, hadn't done all done yeah. all that. So it's still kind of got that ego and real mouthy and very yeah. mouthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Very too much very so. Iron yeah. Man ones Tony Stark yeah. for yes. obvious reasons because that's when it takes place. 
Yeah. So. This yeah, is what. No, I, <laughs> but yeah, Tony I liked Stark, it though. Yeah, Tony Stark's not having. This this series, he's not he hadn't had a lot of fun. A lot of hasn't been going well. Hasn't gone well for him. No, he's had a rough time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but um, but yeah, it was good. I'm I'm re- ready for this week's. Yep. Same. Um, there's a show. I watched the first episode. It's on Netflix called Squid Game. Okay. And um, basically the description is it's hundreds of cash-strapped players accept a strange invitation to complete. To compete in children's games inside a tempting prize. I mean, a, it's inside a tempting prize awaits with uh, deadly high stakes. A survival game that has a whopping forty million dollar prize at stake. Dang. And basically, it's like once you accept playing, you're in it because if you decide to change your mind, you will be eliminated, and you can kind of guess what elimination means. <laughs> Dang. Yeah. yeah. Is it an actual game show or is it like? No, a, it's it's, it's like a show, like an actual show with mm-hmm. characters, but so a narrative. Okay. Yeah, it's got a narrative to it, and they're bringing these people in that are all in debt, and they're giving them a chance to kind of get out of debt by playing these. It's like six games, and um, I'll just say the first game is uh, green light, red light, and it's a simple, you know, simple. Right. Yeah. But um, but the consequences if you don't stop are gotcha. not great. <laughs> But it was a, it was a good first episode. I'm not okay. sure what the remaining season will be like, but yeah, I don't because I don't know what games they'll have. But um, this first one was pretty good start. Okay. Um. Also, new season of Nailed It dropped as well, and uh, I think we watched two episodes yesterday. So I was love that show. Love it. <laughs> Jack McBrayer was on an episode, not as a judge, but as an actual as an actual contestant. Contest, yeah, we'll just use yeah. that one. Yeah, and it was everything you expected to be. <laughs> cool. I just love that show so much. It's <laughs> it gives me hope. <laughs> All righty, we ready? Sure. All right. yeah. <laughs> We're so happy about this. Um. So it turns out we both. <laughs> Watched a movie that neither one of us thought we're gonna watch. <laughs> I think I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah. Um, it wasn't in the cards at first for me. <laughs> no, for either one of us. Yeah. The movie is Cry Macho. Came out Friday. It is PG thirteen. The runtime of one hour forty four minutes. Starring. Sorry. Starring and directed by. And Clint Eastwood, <laughs> yeah, and I'm yeah, surprised he didn't write it, but nope, no writing credits. Um, yeah, Clint Eastwood on that. As far as the writing, <clears throat> uh, Clint Eastwood, Dwight Yoakam, uh, Daniel V. Growl, Growlow, Growlow, um, Amberlynn Ashley. Brittany Ratledge and some other, and then uh, Ivan Hernandez. So basically, uh, Quinn Eastwood is a one-time radio star and washed-up horse breeder that takes a job to bring a man's young son home and away from his alcoholic mom. On their journey, the horseman 
finds redemption through teaching the boy what it means to be a good man. What it also doesn't tell you in the summary that the mom's like hooked up with <laughs> like a Mexican cartel mafia. Well, I don't know. Basically, yeah. she's somebody nefarious. We'll just say. Yeah. But it never really gets into it. No, not really. So Dwight Yoakam is the dad. Um, is the dad, and basically he is friends with Quinn Eastwood, and is because of some legal. Uh, reasons he cannot Dwight Yoakam cannot go into Mexico to go get his son so we asked Clint Eastwood to go in there bring his son back to him son is 13 um, he says you know his mom's not a good person he keeps getting abused well how do you know because other you know basically he's around people that are abusing him blah 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 so Quinn Eastwood decides to go ahead and do it. And uh, with really not, because I guess he really didn't. And this play does take place in the 70s, I believe, um, to give a timeline, which really never, I think, gets expressed. But I read that somewhere. I think it was on the summary on uh, HBO Max. And so, yeah, so he goes there to bring him back. And the mom's like, listen, if you can find him, yeah, you could try and bring him back. Yeah, you can have him. But have at it. <laughs> have at it. But he's not going to want to go back. And then got surprised when he actually wanted to leave. And then she's going to talk about, you know, how Quinn Eastwood needs to leave because she'll just say that he kidnapped, you know, her son, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, so, like, the opening scene of this, he's basically. Clint Eastwood's character basically getting fired yeah. for whatever reason. And then in the next scene, he's being hired to get dude's son. I'm like, dude, you literally just fire him. Why are you yeah. like asking for a favor now? <laughs> well, it was a year later. It did say it was a year later. Yeah, but still. But still. It's like, we did, we did have this moment where he fired me, so like, why do you why do you really want my... Why? Why, why would I? Right. But, um, yeah, it just... I don't know, it was kind of hard to get through for me. It was very slow. Yeah. And I don't know how much of that is, like, deliberate. I don't know how much of this is supposed to be some sort of, like, homage to, like, a Westerns. But even still, Westerns had a little bit faster pace in in order to, you know, keep people interested. Right. I thought it was interesting. You know, he's horse breeder. They show him driving down driving through Mexico along a fence line with other horses, and he's driving to Ford Bronco. I'm like, all right, I feel like this was done on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, we all know kind of my, <clears throat> how, I, how I feel about Clint Eastwood movies. They're usually hit or, you know, it's hit or miss. I haven't, I, I'm trying to think of one I've really actually, I personally have enjoyed. In like the last, we'll just say 15 years. Like I would have to actually look it up and, because I also cannot think of one off the top of my head. Mystic River, maybe? The last one I watched, I thought was decent. Which I, I mean, I guess he directed Which one, uh, The Mule? No, uh, Million Dollar Baby. Oh, yeah. That ain't the last one he directed, but yeah. I mean, I mean, that's one I yeah. watched. Oh, okay. Because I haven't watched a lot of his, his directed yeah. movies. And so that's the last one that I watched. And um, 
yeah. His movies aren't the ones I usually just gravitate toward. <laughs> no, me either. And it's not to diminish how good of an actor or how good of a director he is. It just means that they're not for us. Yeah. If that we're, makes sense. We're not in his niche. niche yeah. His market. Yeah. He's acted in 72 movies. He directed 45. Like Richard Jewell, I thought was kind of boring. Slow paced. Oh, yeah. That was the last one I watched. Yeah. Then. I forgot yeah. he did it. <laughs> yeah. Never mind. The Mule, I thought, was boring and god-awful. Um, but I thought he acted fine. I just was bored with it. Uh, the fifteen seventeen to Paris was only okay. Yeah. I, I wanted more for him, from it. Yeah. I didn't watch Sully. America's Sniper wasn't bad. Jersey Boys, I did not see. I, actually, I watched Jay Edgar okay. Hereafter, just... No, just I didn't bother. Invictus, I did like it. Grand Torino, have not seen. Changeling, kind of lame. Um, the Letters to Iwo Jima, Fives of Our Fathers. I prefer Letters to Letters from Iwo Jima. Um, uh, between the two, and then uh, yeah, Million Dollar Baby, I may have seen. It just again didn't really interest me. And then Mystic River, yeah. But then you get into like blood work, space cowboys, true crime, like those three. I'm like, no. Midnight in the Garden, Good and Evil. Love that one. Absolute power. Okay. Bridges of Madison County. Not my thing. Perfect World. I do really like that one. Unforgiven. Love that one. The Rookie. Like that one. Guilty Pleasure. Like he had a string of them where I was just loving them. And then, you know, it just, as he got, you know, as he, becomes more and more recent films it's just kind of less that i'm like enjoying yeah um yeah heartbreak ridge was good did i watch sudden impact i can't remember firefox i, I remember watching as a kid because it had a stealth airplane and i really liked that um and then you get into his spaghetti westerns and stuff like that. I do like the Dirty Harry movies. So. But. Yeah. Uh, it's just. He's not my guy. I guess this is a good way to put it. <laughs> yeah. And I felt like. The acting was just kind of. His acting would seem kind of stale. I guess is that a good way to put it? I mean it. There wasn't, wasn't a lot of life. <laughs> no, there wasn't. He was just, it was him reading lines. And yeah. <laughs> and that, that opening scene where he was being hired for his job, it looked like Dwight Yoakam was like reading the script literally because he was looking yeah. down and I'm like, man, is he reading? <laughs> but <laughs> wouldn't surprise you know. me. But um, <clears throat> like as far as this movie, um, <clears throat> so it started off as a screenplay that was rejected twice in the 70s by Fox. And, um, so the uh, the writer of that, uh, Richard Na- N. Richard Nash, went ahead and adapted it for a book, made it a novel. Oh, okay. And had success with the novel version, and so he decided he'd try to try right. again as a screenplay. <laughs> this time he was successful, sold it to Fox and then several studios before he passed in like um, I think 2000. But um, uh, it was sold. They tried getting Clint Eastwood. Back back in the um, back around that time, but he he chose he you know he wasn't he didn't do it. Um, 
They even had Arnold Schwarzenegger attached to it at one point. Don't can you even imagine? <laughs> right. I don't know. Get in this my was, Bronco. Yeah, and this was about 2011 where he was actually cast, but um, production was canceled after a scandal involving him and that um, child he had. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so that didn't happen. But um, mm-hmm. But then Clint Eastwood came back to it as far as directing and producing it. And it just went from there. So since the seventies, this movie's been a try it's been attempt to get this made. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So so if it had made back if it had been made back then, it would have been time accurate. Right. But, yeah. <laughs> but um but yeah. So it's had an interesting journey to this point. <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. <laughs> yeah. Considering Clint Eastwood was originally tacked on to, to star, then he came back to it. You know. Yeah. So. It's kind of a full full circle deal, though. I guess it just, yeah, you know. I mean, there might be some people out there might that might enjoy it, but it's just it's just slow burner. Very slow. Um, did you notice that he got an eyelash? uh, Excuse me, an eyebrow or not eyebrow? Good God. (laughs) 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 An eyelid lift. Like you can actually see his eyes for the first time in forty years. I never knew that was an issue, but well, he I always mean, squints. He always squints. Yeah. You, I always you, thought that was just purposely done. I didn't know it was because he couldn't. <laughs> uh, I'm just saying I haven't seen his eyes since like 1980 something. <laughs> like, little, I mean, like a certain shots, it looked a little more like Clint Eastwood old, but you know he's old. Yeah, older, but you know it's like. So maybe that's what like what I was noticing. Like I could actually see his eyes. Yeah. Yeah. It was almost distracting to me because of like, <laughs> I mean, I'm glad because I mean, help my grandfather had it done when, you know, a few years back before he passed. Yeah. And so I always found that interest, you know, I, I'm like, nope, I'll just be blind. You know, I ain't touching my eyes, <laughs> nor do I want to be conscious when you're touching my eyes. Not, you're going to do it. Yep. Knock me out. <laughs> yep. Even still, I don't even know if I want that. So. Um, but yeah, I, I'm sure it has an audience. It just won't be you or I, apparently. Uh, um, like it's not terrible. It's just <clears throat> I don't know. Like maybe if he had started it and had a different director, or if he had directed it and somebody else started it, like one of yeah. those two things could have been maybe helped a little bit. Because it's I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's just certain things, like, you know, they even had a scene where he was on the horse. I'm like, you're 90. I'm yeah. not buying, I'm not buying, I'm not, but I mean, he was actually on the horse in certain points. Yeah. But, but, um, you know, he did. I did read where he was actually riding horses, so. Yeah. But it's just certain shots and moments, I just couldn't buy this 90-year-old doing this. Yes. Yeah. So that's, that's what was my big issue. That's not. It's not terrible. No, and it's. We're not saying this is the worst thing. We're just saying it's just not for us. Yeah. I mean, it just. I'm just. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, not for our, us. Not our cup of tea. And that wasn't. Again, I wouldn't even point out one. I was like, well, <laughs> I legit went. But I got to put this bookshelf together. Let's see. Oh yeah, this is on. Yeah, hell, I'll put that on while I'm putting this together. Yeah. And I'm like. Watched another movie that's on HBO Max that I'll talk about 
here soon. Mm-hmm. And then I just saw that pop up. I'm like, and I watched the trailer. I'm like, yeah, there's really nothing else that I'm <clears throat> trying to watch. So I figured I'd give it a go. Mm-hmm. And, and that's why I end up watching it. And it's weird because these, this movie, another one I'm talking about, they kind of have similar, not necessarily stories, but similar <laughs> kind of, it's a journey for these Hell characters yeah, yeah. in a way. So they're kind of similar in that aspect. Um, mm. Yeah. Their cowboy hats have a lot to tell. <laughs> yes. They have a lot of yeah. stories to tell. They're both technically kind of Western. Yep. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> not my category. <laughs> no. Um. But yeah, so I ended up uh, making it through a lot more than you did. I watched Cinderella with Grayson mm-hmm. from Amazon Prime. It drops September 3rd. We just now got around to watch, watching it. Um, basically, this telling of Cinderella starring Camille Cabello takes place in Havana. No, no, no. no I'm just kidding. <laughs> Literally, I'm surprised I even knew that much. Um, anyways, stars Camille Cabello as as uh, Cinderella, Billy Porter as the fabulous godmother, Nicholas Galatazine as Prince Robert, Adina Menzel, or if you're John Travolta, Adina Menzabinin. <laughs> um, as the Wicked Stepmother, <clears throat> Pierce Brosnan as King Rowan, Manny Driver as Queen Beatrice, Tallulah Grieve as Princess Gwyn, and um, Maddie Bellillo as Mal- Malvolia, and Charlotte Spencer as Nerissa. James Corden, of course, is in it as a voice actor as James, James Acaster as John. Ramesh Rang <clears throat> Rang 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 Anathan. Wow, that's a name. Rang Anathan. Yeah. There we go. But yeah, it uh this is very much hands down, no quorums about it, a musical. It is written and directed by Kay Cannon, who um you may know as the screenwriter for all three Pitch Perfect movies. So it explains the updated music and the seamlessness. There we go. Seamlessness of the transition between dialogue and music and how they were able to pick just the right music to fit what was going on in the scene. Um this is obviously not going to be for everybody, including Patrick. <laughs> um, so there's actual dialogue lack, in this? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Okay. It's not for lack of trying, okay? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, they uh, – but, no, it's it's cute. I mean, it's perfect for my daughter. I mean, this is right up her alley. This is yeah. her – this is her jam. This did not annoy me. Like, I like a good – you know, movie musical. It's got. I mean, because I love the Pitch Perfect movies. It's basically the same thing. Yeah. Um, except you don't have the people in the cast. Well, I guess they technically they're singing it, but anyways, there's no competition other than the glass slipper, I guess. But yeah. <laughs> but 
I mean, it's the same. I mean, it's the Cinderella. It's the story of Cinderella. So just with an updated twist and with music, um, popular music added in. So it's, but it is, uh, it's good. I mean, I enjoyed it. It's cute. It's cute. Um, it's going to be perfect for your, you know, f- probably five to nine year olds, maybe 10, depending on, I mean, it's going to mainly obviously be for, you know, trying to hit girls in that age range and early boys, but some boys may like it. You don't know. Yeah. Uh, I'm not trying to, you know, uh, discriminate by any means, but, um, but def Grayson really enjoyed it. She'll probably watch it again. I'm sure. Um, but it was really cute. So, um, it is an hour and 53 minutes, so maybe a little bit long for, you know, for kids that age, but you know, with all the music, it kind of helps make it go by quickly. So yeah, um, I'll recommend it. So for those that have kids that are in that age group that would really like that, uh, enjoy singing and dancing and stuff. So there you go. All right. So as I alluded to earlier, um, I watched a movie came out the end of last year, uh, news of the world starring Tom Hanks. This is an hour and 58 minutes. So basically two hours. Yeah. Uh, this is on HBO max. Uh, it's about a civil war veteran <clears throat> agrees to deliver a girl taken by the Kiowa people years ago to her aunt and uncle against her will. They travel hundreds of miles and face grave dangers as they search for a place that either can call home. So Tom Hanks plays Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd. And uh, I think this is her first acting role. Uh, Helena Zingle plays Johanna or Johanna Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. uh, Cicada. So basically, Captain Kidd travels from town to town with newspapers reading the news of the world and um which you know it's cool it's not a you know it's not something you make a lot of money doing but you know if you got time and 10 cents feel free to gather around and hear the news of the world around you that you may not know about and along the way comes he runs across this lost girl uh that he later finds uh, her name being johanna and um so he finds paper stating that she has family uh, at, an, at another location so he initially is not trying to take her home, but he's trying to take her somewhere so someone else can do it. But that person is like three months out. And so he just says, you know, she's kind of a wild, wild flower because she was held captive by the Kiowa people. So she's not, I guess, as they say, refined in her right. behavior. And so they set out on his journey so he can take her to her aunt and uncle. And like when I first started watching it, I wasn't really... Like, I thought it was kind of a slow drag. So I, I'd stop. About, there's a portion where they go to town and this guy's trying to get the girl. And, you know, I kind of stopped watching around that time. And then before working the game Saturday, I started watching it because I got to work like two hours early. So I watched the rest yeah. of it. And um, and that's from that point on, it really got more interesting to me. And uh, just seeing everything that they went through. Um. You know, he basically carries a rifle, but it's for birds. You know, it's, it's, it's not like your normal shotgun. It right. It has, like, pellets in it. 
And so it was cool how she knew to replace the pellets with like quarters for weaponry. I'm like, okay, well, she's she learned some things, <laughs> right? But um, but it was cool their interaction because you know she doesn't really she doesn't speak English. She speaks Kiowa and a little German from her previous life, and of course she speaks English. So it's kind of an interesting dynamic of them communicating, which you know she understands a little more than she lets on, or they just kind of just let it go. <laughs> Um, but it was, it was just like Cry Macho. This is a journey where, uh, an older individuals taking a younger person to their family and similar encounters along the way to stumble their, their path. But, um, this was just, it was a little, it was more, <laughs> more, right. more going on, more action. Um, the acting wasn't as stiff from either yeah. side. And, um, it was she just got a, and she was nominated for a supporting actress. I mean, uh, either Golden Globe or Academy. I can't remember which one. It's been that long, but yeah. I do remember she did get nominated. Cool. So. Yeah, but um, I, I did enjoy this. Yeah, um, I remember when I watched it, I enjoyed it. Like it wasn't the best thing in the world, but uh, I mean, it was it was watchable and it was enjoyable. I mean, <clears throat> there were. It wasn't just him going around reading and doing the search, but you know, you got people trying to <clears throat> trying to take her away from him because mm-hmm. they think that something nefarious is going on, like he's keeping her for for his own pleasure and all that, and that kind of gets him into trouble. Even though there was nothing that was said yeah. about that, it's just people's assumptions because we all know how that works out for anybody. True, especially nowadays. <laughs> yep. So, but yeah. yeah, it it yeah. So, but I I I did I remember I enjoyed it too when I watched it and thought it was really well done. I love Tom Hanks, so you know it's yeah. Yeah, I was like, if it, nothing else, I'm gonna like the his acting at least. Yeah. 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 Apparently, he's got a new one coming to Apple TV next month, I think. Mm-hmm. So curious about that. If there's a robot involved, so who knows? Yeah, that's right. not uh, yeah. So it's not defending Emperor Zorg or anything like that. <laughs> Fighting Emperor Zorg. <laughs> uh, but yeah. All right. So now comes the time where we have to ask the question: Who is this movie for? <laughs> I had posted this in our Facebook group page, and. Because I posted a trailer for it because I needed help on this one. And I asked you to watch it because I needed help because I need somebody to talk to. Mm -hmm. Because I need to find out, you know, exactly who is this movie for. So the movie in question is Night Books. Came to Netflix September 15th. It is one hour, 43 minutes long. Perfect time. The It is... uh, so Night Books follows Alex, a boy obsessed with scary stories who is imprisoned by an evil young witch in her contemporary New York City apartment. It is directed by David Yarovesky and is written by Mickey Daughtry and Tobias Ikonas, based on the book by J.A. White, starring Winslow. Begley as Alex, Lydia Jewett as Yasmin, 
Kristen Ritter as Natasha. Um, then Jess Brown as mom, Matthew Porosa as dad. Yeah. So basically the movie is, uh, follows Alex as he basically the parents are getting into a fight. He, something happened to him at school. He, you know, is getting all upset, tearing stuff down and in his room and everything. And then finally just, you know, grabs a bunch of stuff and then leaves because he can hear his parents fighting and they got, you know, having an argument in the other room. So he leaves and as he's going down like hallway and everything, he notices a door open and it's showing, um, I forgot what movie. Oh my gosh. It's showing a movie that he really likes because he likes scary movies and horror movies, stuff like that. And so he goes in to, uh, to watch. There's nobody in there. He takes a bite of some sort of cake or pie or whatever, some sort of dessert. And then he blacks out more or less. Yeah. Basically, he got a roofy dessert. That's why you never eat off of other people's food. Instead of Alice in Wonderland, it's Alex yeah. in Wonderland. Yeah, pretty, pretty much. <laughs> nice. Nice. Yep. Right. Ten points for Gryffindor on that one. <laughs> but yeah, so Alex is having to go through <clears throat> and following basically when he wakes up, he's trying to get out of this apartment and he can't. Like he's screaming out the window that he needs help, somebody to help. He even tries climbing out the window and just basically when he climbs out the window. He lands right back in the room. Yeah. And then, and then the series of like sound effects, visuals, just to introduce Kristen Ritter's witch. Like I had York watch this because I'm like York. I want you, I don't you don't need to watch the entire thing. I want you to watch the first ten minutes of this movie. Yeah. And I need you to tell me who like what age group you think this is for. Like, is this something you would consider to be appropriate for your age? Or do you think it would be okay for Grayson's age? Or do you think it would be too scary? I personally think it would probably be too scary. Because um, I'm watching going, who the hell's supposed to watch? Like, am I even supposed to watch this? Like, <laughs> dude, I mean, it's pretty intense yeah. scenes in this, you know, especially at the beginning. I'm like, who would, who is this for? Because it's got young kids, so you would assume young kids would equal young kids watching it. Right. <laughs> because, you know, you can usually, you can usually tell who, who the movie's geared towards as who they, you know, what age they cast for. Because other kids watching are going to want to be those characters. Right. You know, in the film. And so, especially if it's around their age group. True. So I'm watching this, I'm going, this is not for, you know, for Grayson at all. And then I'm like, I don't even know if York would like this or yeah. if he would get scared. I don't really know what scares him, to be honest. Yeah. Uh, but I know, Eric, even though Grayson says she's not scared of anything, watch a movie and she hates the bad guy. Shocker, right? <laughs> so, well, you're not supposed to like the bad guy. It's the whole point. That's how... Conflict is created, Grayson. <laughs> so we 
There's this thing called conflict, so we can try yeah. to resolve it and beat them. So good can beat evil, et cetera. It so. can't be good. <clears throat> and so watching, I'm continuing to watch this. I'm like, okay, well, it kind of whitens up a little bit. And there are some more kind of silly things. It it goes from being like this creepy-ass movie that no kid should be watching. Like, you wouldn't watch with your kids around. You'd wait till they go to bed to watch a movie like this. Yeah. To, oh, look, it's Harry Potter. You know, kind of wonderment type of things. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, the tone is not even with this. Like, it's not consistent. Like, if you want it to be kind of fun and fantastical, even though they're still, you know, it's they're trying to prevent getting in trouble and stuff, then you need to establish that at the beginning. At the beginning, you're you got these really intense scenes that, you know, I would think would scare most young kids. And you're, it's very uneven. And like, you're not going to keep that audience. They're going to click it off and put, you know, some other right. something else on. It's like, like your mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You got to pick a lane. Can't drive down the. You can't drive down the dotted line. <laughs> um. So, York watched it. Goes, yeah. I don't think she. I don't think that's good for her. I'm like, yeah. He's like, I mean, I think it's okay, but I probably. He's like, I probably wouldn't watch it anyway. So, I said, okay. Yeah. And so I'm watching this, and you could tell though that Christian Ritter's having fun making this movie, though playing the villain and all that. Mm-hmm. You could tell she's having fun, and. I don't think it's a bad movie. I just I don't understand who it's for, and that I feel like I never really got that answered. Yeah. I think, it, but as a movie, I think it's I mean, it's done well. You know, the acting's done well. There's some interesting scenes to pull from, but I just don't like. I'd rather watch. I'd rather have the kids watch uh, Hubie Halloween. Hubie Halloween. Yeah. And you know, just have them watch that instead. If we're going to go for like a kind of scary or at least Halloween type movie. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't like on my list. So when you asked, I was I, like, okay. Cause I was, I was, I was trying to watch, uh, the empty man. And so just right at the time oh. that you sent me the text, I was like, yeah, All right, I'll try that out. Cause this isn't working out too well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not really knowing what's going on here. So I'll, I'll, I'll go ahead and check this out. <laughs> so I just went ahead and popped it on. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it was okay. It's like I've sent you, it's not my cup of yeah. tea, right. but, um, as far as who it's for, I don't know. I don't know who, how they would market it because right. can't really market to young kids. It'd be like teenagers, you yeah. know, but, um, but, but do you really think Kyla, Kyla would watch this though? I think she'd be watching it and wonder what's going on. Okay. <laughs> um, I don't know if she'd actually like it. She'd probably say it was okay. But um, I don't know. Not why are you making me watch this? <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I think she'd watch. I think she'd be able to get through it, but I don't know if she'd overall enjoy it. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah she likes she likes watching actual scary stuff. <laughs> well, yeah. But uh, I mean, this, like this was more, I guess, kind of watered down. But then they kind of went for it because, like, especially that scene with the nursery yeah. where he had the the. Yes. I'm like, damn, that's kind of intense. <laughs> <laughs> so I mean it has some good things like toward the end there were some good little sequences that I liked right. but I'm like it's just but <laughs> the, some of its parts don't equal a whole yeah. you know good whole movie so it's yeah. 
it, it tonal, yeah, it had tonal issues more yeah. or less. They couldn't decide which which lane they wanted to get in. Because I was thinking as it started, like oh, okay, so it's going to be him trying to keep. Because they actually talk about the witch mm-hmm. kill them. Yes, I was like a spit extreme. Right. But he has to. I was like, maybe it's going to be him reading these stories, and then each time he reads something that she likes, and he continues on. He's that he's could. And then he has to keep reading these good books to keep himself yeah. and the girl alive. I'm like, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> it's kind of nuts. But, you know, I thought it was going to be more like this series. Like, okay, I brought you here to read me stories because I like stories. So we're just going to see a bunch of different little short stories. I thought it was going to yeah. be a collection of short stories, but no. <laughs> so. Uh, mm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. All right. I'm done. <laughs> um, so to go back to last week, I took a shot and I watched *Malignant*. Mm. <laughs> I had a Did different not. experience, <laughs> but I understood why you felt the way you felt. Like from from the moment of the opening scene with the doctors and they were trying to deal with this beast of a creature or whatever, and the music, I was like, yeah, I don't think I can really take this seriously. So right, yeah. So so I kind of kept my frame of thinking just on that, just and um, it was a lot of over the top, like some. It was the acting. It just felt like movies back in the day where you know it wasn't that great, but yeah, they're doing their job. You know, kind of reminded me of the old Resident Evil games where they're trying to do this dramatic scene, but they're just overdoing it. <laughs> and um, yeah. So you know, from that, I I, I enjoyed it. Um. It's definitely not gonna be a movie for everyone. Nope. Um, let's see, cheesy, over the top acting. Um, did have some interesting fight choreography toward the end, where I was just like, oh, that just came out of nowhere. <laughs> but, but, but I was like, all right. I just went it's it. it's very video game though. Like it yeah. switched to a video game. Yeah. <laughs> like it, it literally jumped the shark halfway through the movie. What the hell is going on here? But I, but I enjoyed that. <laughs> that's, this is kind of like I, when I finished watching, I was like, man, this is a movie that our but that Bruce would tell me, hey, yes. you to watch it. This it's a this movie he would suggest. I, so I suggested him to watch this if he got a chance. Yeah. So I feel like it's something he would enjoy. Right. Um, <laughs> um, it's very campy, which I which I enjoyed. I like the campiness because at first I was like, I like it, but I can't. I'm not exactly sure what it is that I like. So I was watching someone's review, and then it's like it's just just camp campiness. I'm like, that's it. <laughs> so I just I I loved it. <laughs> I'm like on the opposite spectrum. I loved that's it. That's fine. I, it's it's I, not it's not a good it's not it's 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 not for everybody. That's all I can no, say. No, no, it sure <laughs> should ain't. Um, but, but I, I mean again, but yeah, again, I think it had a lot of really good like actual from a technical standpoint. Really, especially at the beginning when they were showing like the house and everything, the different uses to uh, ways to show action and and all that and just showing the layout and different styles of filmmaking. I appreciated it for that, but I I'm like, you're doing all this, but what? But why are you doing all that? <laughs> just, I'm just like, oh, dear, dear God. Oh, Lord. 
Oh man. Thing. But I did like the the transitions when she went into seeing these murders happen, how yeah. her house switched. I was like, okay, that's a cool. Yeah. Uh, again, yeah, yeah, I thought that's cool how they did that. Yeah, <laughs> I was but, like, yeah, I can, I see exactly why Jeff didn't like this. Yes, it's probably the 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 hotel scene where <laughs> having the face. I don't think you like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was like, what the fuck is going on? I just, uh, I just had a lot of I, questions. A... <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, we're on different different <laughs> spectrums of this. That's... <laughs> but I understand. And that's like, good, and that's good. Yeah, I was like, I get why you didn't like it. I under, I completely understand. Yeah. <laughs> I was literally cheesing throughout. I was like, man, how do like? All right, I loved it. <laughs> I was like, but then I was, and then after you said that, I go, the hell is wrong with him? <laughs> I think it's all the time of working on Ten North. I think it just, uh, just yeah, yeah. <laughs> Finally broke. That's all right. <laughs> oh, boys. Um, but it kind of yeah. reminded me of the the movie I talked about, the student bodies from the 80s. Uh-huh. They were just really cheesy, over the top. Um, it was a horror movie, but it was a comedy because that one scene where the killer has a chance to choose a gun or a knife, yeah. he chooses a paperclip <laughs> and right. just pokes the person to death. It's, it kind of it, it kind of reminded me of something like that. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> uh, all right uh <clears throat> trailers we've only got two for this week first one is called nightmare alley an ambitious carny with a talent for manipulating people with a few well-chosen words hooks up with a female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than he is mm-hmm. unknown when this is getting released it is, uh, we'll say, co-written and directed by Guillermo del Toro. So, sure to be a very interesting film. Starring Bradley Cooper, Rooney Mara, Kate Blanchett, uh, Paul Anderson, Willem Dafoe, Mary Steenburgen, Tony Collette, Ron Perlman, Holt McElhaney, uh, Davis Trotheran, Tim Blake Nelson, Chris Clifton Collins Jr., Richard Jenkins. My goodness. All kinds of good actors mm-hmm. in this movie. Stacked. It's stacked, indeed. So, yeah. Uh, again, no date yet as to when that's coming out. Just as completed. And then our other trailer is going to be for The Humans. Starring Beanie Feldstein and Stephen Ewan, also Richard Jenkins, Amy Schumer, June Squibb, and Jane Howdyshell. Set inside a pre-war duplex in downtown Manhattan, The Humans follows the course of an evening in which the Blake family gathers to celebrate Thanksgiving. As darkness falls outside the crumbling building, Mysterious things start to go bump in the night, and family tensions reach a boiling point. Oddly enough, coming out Thanksgiving Day. All right. Yeah. Something like some good Thanksgiving horror. Yep. I mean, if it's anything like, hey, when we talk about camping, if it's anything like Krampus, I'm there. So. I don't think I watched that. Oh my God, you've never seen Krampus? Yeah. Patrick, oh, there's it's, a lot of movies uh, that I've just. 
You, I'll see where you can. I'm going to find out how you can watch it, and then I'll get it to you. Or I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. If you like campy horror and Christmas, bruh, you got to watch Krampus. It's like. Like, I got Ruth out of the house to go to the theater to go see that. So, yeah. It's from a couple years back, but it's, yeah. It's, uh. <laughs> it's, uh. Slipped through what's the his cracks. Name? Yep. Um, I have my blanket on his name. Yeah, Adam Scott, Tony Collette, David Keckner, uh, Allison Tolman. Um, yeah, it's Conchata Farrell, RIP. Um, also in it. Yeah, it's Seth Green. Uh, voice does a voice in it. But yeah, it's. <laughs> yeah. I mean, just real quick, Krampus it came out in 2015, PG-13, hour and 38 minutes. Uh, a boy who has a bad Christmas accidentally summons a festive demon to his family home. Nice. Yep. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, yeah, it's it's great. It's it it's comedy horror, but it's also so bad. it's also bad. <laughs> um but yeah, going down that campy trail there. I didn't realize that movie's almost six years old. That's crazy. But yeah. But yeah. I'll be able to watch it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. If not, I'll go check it out from the library for you. Um, yeah, man. I guess that's all I got for this week. Um, I know people are uh, be upset that we didn't cover Clifford the Big Red Dog. But I'm actually not even seeing a plane anywhere, which is weird. Because I'm pretty sure it's supposed to come out this week. So I'm now. Because Grace is all excited to go see it. Maybe got a different release date. Maybe I'm double checking. But shoot. On the on IMDb it's not even showing a release date. It just says coming soon. But I thought the trailer said it was coming out this week. Yeah, only in, uh, even their poster says only in theaters September 17th. Hmm. Okay. Adventure has never been bigger. Wow, to be the marketing person that came up with that winning tagline for a poster. Ah, Jesus. Um, oh, by the way, on Nailed It, uh, your boy Sam Richardson was on the second episode. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. <laughs> as a judge, as a judge, but but Ruth's like asking who that is. I'm like, I said, I said, oh Ruth, don't tell that to Patrick. <laughs> so we've covered like three of his movies here recently yeah. on the pod. But Relative yeah, unknown to we know him. Yeah, yeah, we know who he is. I was like, here, I'll r- run down his credits for you real quick, and I'm pretty sure she tuned out after like the first one. Yeah, so. Anyways, I told her who it was. So. Um, as as far as I know, yeah, this Friday, Venom: Let There Be Carnage is coming out. The last, <laughs> unless they decide to push it back again. So, so, but as far as I know, it's still coming out Friday. So, although it's still on IMDb, it still says coming soon. 
So. <laughs> well, it's Sony. I mean, I think they changed it to October 1st. 15th. No, October 15th. 15th. I'm now. looking at the poster and yeah. Okay. Good grief. All right. So. Should be out before the end of this year. <laughs> we'll just say that. Right, I mean, right. It should be out before oh Spider Man No Way Home. Right? Just like Otherwise, Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. Otherwise, it's just like, not going <laughs> to. Uh, plus, it's okay, Sonny. We, we've but, all had it right. I mean, there's been some screenings because I've seen, you know, postings of it. You know, people are have enjoyed it that have got to see it so far. So I guess they are gearing up. It should be within the next week or two, two weeks. But you know how that goes. We got to see it for ourselves. Yeah, I'm sure people love the first one, too. And I'm still like, I'm watching it, but I'm not sure why I'm watching. (laughs) Oh, Dear Evan Hansen, which you will not be going to go see because that's also a musical based on a Broadway musical. So I will go see that one. Yeah, it has been Platt from Pitch Perfect. Um, I mean, I've watched musicals before, but. It depends. You won't, you won't, this this won't be one. Yeah. Let me go help you. This won't be one. Uh, October 1st, The Many Saints of, New- of Newark. Um, I think that's the uh, Sopranos mm. uh, movie prequel that everybody's been dying to, <laughs> been clamoring for, apparently. I, I've watched maybe the first season of The yeah. Sopranos, and that's it. I just, it wasn't for me. I just, I mean, I, I may get around watching the rest of it, but uh, it was just, yeah. Never watched. Yep. Yeah. But Friday the 1st um, of uh, October, Hotel Transylvania 4, Transform Mania, and then as well as The Adams Family 2. So, big double bill coming up in the Hall House. <laughs> Um, followed by No Time to Die, James Bond's new movie, October eighth. Cool. Yep. Ooh. So the last duel on the, you know the, the uh, Ben Affleck, Matt Damon uh, fighting over haircuts, over bad haircuts. Um, movie, Halloween Kills, which I'm excited for, and then I guess Venom, Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Which I guess makes more sense. And that's all coming out during our fall break. So. All right. Cool. Yep. All right, buddy. Uh, well, we'll see what strikes us this week. <laughs> uh, mercy. See what happens. We shall see. We shall. Indeed. To everyone listening, we hope you all have an amazing week and uh, watch some good movies. Watch night books. Let me know what you think. Um, I would love to hear people's thoughts on this. Even if it's just the first 10 minutes, I want to hear thoughts on the first 10 minutes. You watch the rest, cool. If you don't, that's fine, too. All right. Well, we hope you all have an awesome week. We will talk to you all next week. So, has kids. You can find us on Twitter at PA Movie Podcast and on Instagram at parental underscore advisory underscore movie underscore pod. Be sure to join our Facebook group, Parental Advisory Movie Podcast, and join in on the fun.